Ah, ah, yeah, ah. All right. We got a whole wide world of weird shit to experience Oh my, we hold our beer high and y'all are hearing this Hour long story with your own sweary boys We ain't never been ashamed, laid low to play coy Couple dudes chatting in your living room Asking questions about reptiles inside of the moon We buying our tickets soon for a blast off fast So we can finally call every flat earther a dumbass We'll take a selfie cell phone pic and light a spliff Fill our helmets with smoke, float in space and get lit Wait, what happened? What was I rapping about? My bad, I got lifted kinda quick and blacked out Don't worry, I'm back now Been ready to smack down It won't stop till I drive a drop top round the town Getting here, it's been a hell of a process Catch us in your backyard, fist fighting haunted objects Never been known to say less, we stay in the mess Mad love to y'all, you're not rocking with the best, what's up? Hi! Yeah, buddy! That's Ryan, I'm Spencer, it's What If? Yes, sir! Beats, raps, weirds, cat horns, cat horns What's up, man? Hi, I'm doing great. How is you? Good, bro. Man, sometimes it feels good to just rock a 16, man. Just ah. get a 16 off. Yeah, dude. Let's go. Maybe a 17. Fuck it. It was. It wasn't. I could tell you <laughs> just based on my I'm bars just saying here. Next time, you know. What? Maybe we open. Go crazy. Give them. Give them 18 and a and and one. Every episode from now on, we open with a new. With twice as many bars as the last time. No, just one more bar. <laughs> Just one more bar. A month from now, you'll be doing 16 billion bars. Yep, that's true. That's not how math works, but it sort of is. The you, doubling you know what is. I, you know what I mean. But what if it's just adding one bar? Until just forever? That's a really that's really long by the end of the year. Eh. 52 weeks. Time plus 16. Plus 16. That's still only uh, 68. That's like four minutes tops. You're fine. Do you want to try that one more time? 52 plus 16? Huh? 60 that's not no you're right Damn. <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> never mind i was never mind i was thinking something else <laughs> <laughs> never mind i was thinking about the wrong answer <laughs> <laughs> never mind i was doing math a different way i was just doing hey don't worry about oh, yeah. it i was just doing math how i do it <laughs> it's, not, it's not how other people do it <laughs> it's not how other people do it but it is how i do it most people do it right. I do it different. I do. I just it's like it makes me feel comfortable, so I just do it like my kind of way. Oh, buddy! I was thinking about something else. That's all. So we said last week we were going to start a. We have a new segment. Uh oh! It's the segment where we we did we t- say that on a free show last week or did I we talk know. about it on the Patreon? Couldn't tell you. All right, we do a Patreon every week. We should, go to Patreon.com. Both though. Slash What If Podcast. Go to Patreon.com. And just pick something that looks nice to you. Give them some money. <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> slash What If Podcast. You get more episodes. A bunch and of good shit on there. We talk about dope shit. Uh, yeah, we did. We did say that. We said um, something that brings us joy. Or yeah. The re- recently, today, recent in the so just within update. the past week. Should we do it that way? Yeah, since we last recorded, we'll say okay. that. We so Spencer and I both have been uh we've been we've been trying to work on ourselves a little bit and uh and and trying to practice practice gratitude and practice joy and delight. And so we're gonna open shows now, talk about shit that's good. Yep. Cause that's tight to be good. You got one off the top of your head? Um Let me think, let me think, let me think. I got one otherwise. 
Yeah, go. You start. You start. Uh, we played basketball yesterday morning for the first time together in a long time. Yo. And it felt great. I think we got to share that one. What? Like, can that be both of ours? Because oh. that was high key, like the highlight of my week. Okay. It was so good, man. Yeah, playing basketball is fun. It's Hanging so fun. Hanging out with your friends is fun. Working out makes you feel good. I'm not like, I'm not, I was going to say, I'm not great at basketball. I'm not even good at basketball, but it's no, a thing. No, none of us are. That's why it's fun. But it's also a thing that we're all like proficient in. You know, we're not like. We, we can hold our own in a pickup game where no one is under the age of 25 <laughs> uh, or 30. Yes. Yes, I can. I can walk into your 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 standard YMCA on like a weekday afternoon. Yeah, 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 and not be embarrassed for sure. And and I mean, like, I think it's like we all like we all played at some degree, so everybody can function in the way of like they understand basic concepts of basketball. Right, right. It's not just like we grew up playing football and we we're like, fuck, it, we're trying this now or whatever. Nobody likes the football player in a pickup game. It's the mm. worst. They're 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 not fun. Can't tackle people here, bro. No, you can't. And you and you gotta being, have a little finesse. Being too aggressive, yeah. man. You putting your you putting your sweaty body on me. We I had one of those like guys it. yesterday, but that's another story. <laughs> um, no, it was the highlight of my week, man. I saw some homies. Got some got a sweat on. Jim has big nice windows on it, so even though it was literally negative two degrees, we got some nice sunshine in our hey, systems. Dude. Come um, back next Saturday. Moment of joy, baby, baby. I'm for sure coming back next Saturday. I'm gonna do it. You had a, you had a real solid block at one point. I did, bro. I started shit talking the dude that you blocked. Yep, yep. <laughs> and you and then you subbed out, and then I had to guard him like two minutes later. That, that was did, fun. That did happen. That did happen. It's okay. I think uh, I think I got a foul calling me for that block, and I don't think I earned it. No, it wasn't that one. That dude doesn't call fouls. Oh no, it just was out of bounds, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I scored some points. Can you I believe just, I scored points? I just, I just started screaming you're too little at the at the, at the dude that Ryan blocked, who was like the second biggest, by far the most athletic man on the court. Oh, but by a million miles. <laughs> I just I just happened to be 6'5 and weigh 230 pounds. So. It's okay. I know him. I'll talk shit to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, uh, he just won't pass me the ball on Monday night. He's on my rec league team. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. Uh yeah, that no, was good. We can share that one, I suppose. All right. I got another I got a small dog related one. Not a not a small dog. A small story about my big dog? dog. No. Uh so it snowed a bunch last night here you, in Minnesota. Bro, you can't get a small dog. Your big dog would just like trample it accidentally. Nah, he's he's nice. He's nice, but he's accidentally gonna step on it. Did you things. see how calm he was when you came over today? Didn't he bark one time? That's right. It's my it's my son. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, I, I let him out this morning. I opened the back door to let him out this morning. I love he, the idea of your dog being my son. That's correct. <laughs> Lydia also insists that he is her brother. Okay. So I, mm. I think that makes you Does Lydia. that make me Lydia's dad? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia, go to your room. <laughs> uh, anyway, I opened the back door this morning, and he saw that there was like an extra five inches of snow outside. We did get dumped on last night. He, uh, he was standing so like my back door into my backyard there's like you know the the larger top step and it's just like cement stairs going down to a sidewalk yep yep so it's three steps and then the top one is like a little landing area did he just catapult his ass off your stairs not even he didn't even touch the outdoor stairs he was standing <laughs> inside still and took a leap from like in inside my house still missed all three stairs and then just started running laps around the yard. He's too strong. At one he's point too he, strong. he stopped to pee and then immediately just went back to running laps. <laughs> he was the happiest boy. He's too strong. Uh-huh. 
He loves love snow too much. My dog too. You know, my dog's got some husky in her, so mm -hmm. she likes it too. She's crazy. She'll just go like same thing. It snowed last night, and she's running around. And wait, it snowed at your house too? Yeah, bro. Bro, it, crazy. Ain't that crazy? Uh, and uh, she just goes and lays down. Yep. She's like, this feels Finally. nice now. This is right. Like, yo, I don't know how you guys no. deal with these 70 degree houses. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I'm much better now yeah. while yeah. I'm laying in fucking 25 degree weather in a fucking snowbank. Uh, should we get to the weird shit? Let's do it. Do we have any, uh, I need, do we have any announcements? Voicemails? I don't, I don't think emails? so. Okay. Um, uh, if you live in New York, and I know a lot of you do because we get stats about where you live. <laughs> we know where you are, kind of. Uh, I'm going to be DJing at the Knitting Factory on Thursday if you guys want to come hang out. I'll drink a beer with you. Ooh, ooh, do it. Uh, okay. Haunted bunk beds. Bro. Maybe my... I know it's early. We're nine minutes in and we haven't talked about anything other than the words haunted bunk beds. <laughs> but but this is a contender for my favorite episode already. Oh, favorite favorite topic for geez, sure. Rick. <laughs> okay, wait. So time out. I have a question. Oh, I've said three words about it, but go for it. I know. I always have questions even <laughs> before anything. Um, you told me that you are prepared to talk about bunk beds for potentially an extended period of time. Yes. Uh, and also told me not to learn anything about bunk beds so I could be learning. <laughs> I, I should have not directed you to anything specific about bunk beds, but like, Ryan. <laughs> learn, learn about <laughs> bunk beds. What if, how it's made with Ryan and Spencer. Ikea is open till eight. Go see what you can figure out. Bro, what <laughs> if we, oh my God, what if we use Patreon money and we built bunk beds in the studio and we recorded an episode laying down in bunk beds like mm. over each other just to see how it changes I, our I energy, do. bro. Okay, so here's... <sighs> yes, and... It could be tight. Yes, and... I love that idea. Also, when booking Airbnbs... Yes. When traveling as groups... Yes. I always... A place Hope. that has bunk beds go, immediately goes to the top of my list. It gets an additional try. one point on the Absolutely. ten point scale rating. Absolutely, I'm I'm currently uh, planning a little little tour for the spring and and am in charge of booking our lodging. Uh huh. And you just you just straight up said filter bunk beds. Yeah, dog, dude. You I, got like three or four people. I never it's had efficient. Em. It's cozy. You get yeah. to bond with your with your buds. I never had them, and I had like some friends and some family that had them, and it was always fucking cool. So what I'm saying is they're built in forts. Okay. Yeah. You put you put one like sheet up and you got a sweet fort. Yes. You get some couch cushions and you got a killer fort. This is your world. Anyway, so what I was gonna say is we should take another uh, little adventure one of these days. Oh. And book a place that has bunk beds and we could test that out mm. on the road. Record and see how it feels in a place that's potentially haunted. We don't know. Mm. Last time we took a, a what if road not road trip plane trip. <laughs> The place we stayed in may have been haunted. Weird shit happened on its own in that place. In Colorado? Oh, I thought you meant California. Oh, you're right. We've taken a trip since then. <laughs> I think. But when we went to Colorado together, that house was... Well, our place in California smelled really bad. It may have been a ghost. <laughs> ghost stink. It had a strong ghost stink to it. Something died in there for sure. I mean, hey, we can bro, say that much. Does it smell like ghosts in here to you? <laughs> it smells like something died. It's it's dick like ghosts in here. I mean, farts are sort of like ghosts, right? It's your soul coming out. Nah, it's like the ghost of what you ate. You you we as humans just turn food into ghosts. Hey, bro, you smell like ghosts right now. 
You can't see it? That'd be the weirdest way to tell somebody that they farted. Hey, bro, you can't smell like a ghost right Also, now. you shouldn't have to tell someone that they farted. If you're farting well, and you, and if you they don't were, recognize it. No, I'm saying what if they were you hiding? You need to get your butt checked. What if they were hiding from you? All right, we're building bump heads <laughs> in the studio. And we're going to record and see what our energy changes and how it sounds. Uh, what The question that I was going to ask that I never got around to asking was, should I have the newly revised soundboard for your story time? Oh, uh, you certainly can. Mm. I haven't added the. I still haven't added the new things we discussed. No, it's okay. Um, and there is just no organization happening, so perfect. You're gonna be at even more of a disadvantage than you usually are. Damn, son, where'd you find yeah, this? That one's still not on there. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you, I, I meant it more as a like that is a descriptor. Now I feel like for the for the fucked up board. I have a topic on the Patreon today though that I think might lead us to some new great sounders. Okay. Um, okay. Haunted Bunk, you remember how I do it? Wait. You want to give her a, a quick test run? Hang on. Oh, God. You got your pointer finger out like you're going to do something. I'm going to hit a button so I can see what they're called, but I forgot which one it is. Um. Oh, God. <laughs> should I? Should I? I have to quit. Should I move on without you? What's happening Boop. here? Here. Okay. No, how do I see the... Um, oh, pad, pad mode along the top there. You see it? Lit. Got it? I think this is such a dang neat show. We're off to the races, boys. <laughs> okay. We are going to Wisconsin tonight. Regrettably. Uh, Sorry, Pete. Uh, <laughs> hor- Horicon? Horican? H- Horicon? H-O-R. Yes. I-C-O-N. How would you pronounce that? Horicon. Okay. I thought I thought this was literally a horror convention in Wisconsin. You were about to well, tell me about. Well, I mean, it's it sort of turns into one, but Horicon or Horicon, Wisconsin is a town. You could also about sixty miles northwest of Milwaukee. You could also just refer to the entire state of California, or California, the entire state of Wisconsin as a horror convention. Yes. Correct. Sorry, pissed off Pete. <laughs> Got to do it, bro. Got to do it. Got to so roast. It's like a exurb of Milwaukee. Okay. Wait, it's like an hour outside of Milwaukee. It's, it's it's more than a sub. Correct. Got it. That's a real term, isn't it? Fuck, beats the shit out of me, bud. <laughs> I think it is. I could be making that this up. This English I think it major is. doesn't know. Uh, okay, February of 1987 in Horicon, Wisconsin. <gasps> what day? Um, I was born in February of 1987. Oh, damn. Were you spawned from a set of haunted bunk Am beds? Am I the bunk <laughs> I'm the bunk bed. <laughs> maybe they destroyed the bunk bed, so maybe you are the reincarnate. I just ruined the end of the story. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite episode. Fuck. Yes, dude. Oh, man. Well, look, if you're not prepared to do the research, Brian, why make the statement in the first place? I didn't make- Maybe you're the reincarnated bunk bed. Sick. Alan and Debbie Tallman. Hmm? You're a tall man. Wait for it. I'm waiting. <laughs> Shit. We're all waiting. I don't know anything about this board anymore. <laughs> Everything is everywhere. So uh, you get there when you get there. Yeah. I'll keep going. All Alan right. and Debbie Tallman bought a house in Horkin in Horicon in uh, spring of 1986. I was born in the spring of 1986. Oh Am I their God. house? Are you- <laughs> Am I, the am I, I'm the am I a rambler? Oh, Jesus. 
the house was built in 1984, just slightly less than two years prior. And Damn, that boy big. Is that me being a rambler? No, that was oh. for the tall man family. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, it was literally on the seventh set of pads I checked. I couldn't. I told you it's messy. I, uh, yeah, it, no joke. I checked seven of the eight and then I found it. So they bought this house in the spring of 86. It was built in 1984. Mm-hmm. The original owners of the house only lived there for about 18 months. Okay. Which seems a little bit odd. To build that, a house and build leave house. that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life happens. You get a job or, you know, sure. whatever. Um, they had three kids who, when they moved into the house, were eight, two, and a newborn. Mm. And right after they started, right after they moved into the house, they started getting, all of them started getting sick all the time to the point where they actually had an inspector come out to try and figure out if there was something in the house that could be making them sick. Like, I'm in danger. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, like building material wise, if there was asbestos or something that hadn't been sealed or if there was mold or something like that. Got it. There was not as far as the inspector could tell. Um, and they also heard from family members and friends that people didn't feel good when they would come to the house. Mm. Uh, some, home sweet home. <laughs> yeah. Some people described feeling like suffocated or like they were in a vacuum or like they had some sort of pressure on them when they were in the house. Ugh. Other people uh, felt more, I guess, direct phys- or like specific physical sensations. People would get headaches. People would feel nauseous in the mm. house. Um, Such a <laughs> just huh? just imagining like. Hey man, nice new house you just built. It makes me feel like it makes shit. Makes me want to barf. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be in it. Well, and that Okay. That is kind of wild that people Thanks would, for coming. It must have been bad though, right? If people were actually multiple people yeah, were actually yeah, sharing yeah, yeah. that with them right. cuz like you wouldn't say that to someone who just bought this brand new house for their family to right. live in right. and raise their kids in be like, "Hey man, right. Uh, I don't like your house." Right, like it's got to you got to take it somewhat seriously. Yeah, Yeah, it's got to be real. Like uh, Debbie's mom didn't like coming to see her grandkids because the house made her feel shitty. Mm. Well, yeah, or maybe you know, maybe she hated her grandkids. And (laughs) look, it's not the kids; it's the house. (laughs) Uh, They also had a cat who they named Cat. Perfect. Who would freak out? Inside the house. <laughs> We're just going to get like 600% more sounders. Than yes. <laughs> okay. Cat horn for the cat, bro. That's the sound he made. They, they had a cat named Cat, who before they moved to the house was a normal cat, and after they moved to the house was a crazy cat, who would run around and like throw himself at things, and <laughs> they locked him in a room once, and he got out of the room somehow. Oh, dope. Mm-hmm. Dude, cats are fucked up. Yeah. He might have been an octopus. And he would start doing... The cat might have been an octopus? Yeah. Oh, because he was escaping from things yeah, he wasn't they, supposed to? Yeah, they like to? pick locks with their little uh, tentacle guys. So sick. I don't know if that's real. It it's is, probably not real. It's totally real. And they noticed that his behavior was weirder at night, for whatever that's worth. Well, cats are always weird at night, though. Yeah, I don't know anything about cats. We had like a million of them growing up. That's too many? We had bad luck with cats. What does that mean? Yeah, we had to get rid of some. Some died. What does that mean? Why? Well... 
I mean, for a variety of reasons. Like some of them were old. Some of, like one had a heart problem. Why were you getting so many fucked up cats? We got rid of a couple cats because we had one cat that was like, well, we had a cat and it was cool. And then we got another cat and then the cat we had just decided to pee in the sinks. Like would literally just like get up on the sink and like spray piss all over the bathroom. And we couldn't get it to stop doing that. So we had to give that cat back to someone else and say, can you please figure out you get pissed on. what to do? We're done being pissed on. It's your turn to be this pissed on. This cat needs to be in a different house because it's not, it's <laughs> peeing on my toothbrush in this house. And that sucks pretty bad. So, so it was can a fun ride. Can you train cats or like, are you just stuck with whatever they want to do? You know, that's a really good question. I will say I was at the Timberwolves game last night and there was a considerably fantastic halftime show with very well-trained dogs for all of about 15 to 20 minutes. Dude, you got to see the dog halftime show? The that's dog, by a mile the best one. And it's... I haven't I seen mean, it in it's, years. It's it's phenomenal, dude. The, the racing or the, the Frisbee guys? Frisbee. Oh, okay. The yeah. racing... Is so rare, but it's the best one. The they don't race they don't race the dogs at basketball games very often because the wood floor and the dogs. Yeah, but bro, they lay down the little track for them. The last night though, they had the frisbee ones, and they make them wear sneakers, so they have like little like yes. they have like little traction sneakers, bro, so they can really this needs rip a button it up. of something. Come on, um, this needs something. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're slamming your hand on an empty desk and yes, pushing yeah, buttons over no. here. But yeah, no, uh, he's definitely rocking fucking doggy sneakers and running around and like doing literal backflips. Bark Bjork. Bark. <laughs> like it was God, fucking awesome. God bless him. What this I'm is to literally say is, the worst job we've ever done of telling a story. What I'm and trying I'm to say so is so proud of you've him. never seen a halftime show with train cats. So if yeah. that answers your question. Great point. It, it it answers it for me anyway. Okay, so here's when shit starts getting real. The the, the house. So the moral of the story so far is they built a house and it sucks. They bought it a house that bad. someone else built and moved out oh, right. of within a year and a half. Right, that's right, that's right. And it's making their friends and their family feel weird, and Got they're it. and they're getting sick a lot. It's not that's, great. That's where we're at so far. And it's their cat great. might just suck at being a cat. Hard to say. They named it cat. They didn't give much of a chance. Yeah. After living there for about a year, they buy. A bunk bed. Okay. Because you said they have three kids, right? They do. Okay. Secondhand bunk bed. Okay. And they bring it home, and shit starts getting weird. Mm-hmm. Soon after bringing this bunk bed home, the radio in the room where this bunk bed was Mm-mm. started turning itself on and off Mm-mm. and switching stations on its own. No, you sh- <laughs> That's what I tell the radio. And it was not... A digitally tuned radio, it had like the actual dial. Sure. And so they could see the dial actually moving on its own. Thanks. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the children who were using this bunk bed in their bedroom. Uh-huh. You know, how you use bunk beds. You know. You sleep on them, typically. You, you jump off them a little bit. They saw an ugly old woman about three feet tall uh, just appear in their room one night. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> she had long black hair that they said, quote, glowed like fire. Whoa, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, where, do, sorry, where, do we have like a book on this or a news article or what's the, what's the yeah, set of sources here for the story? So there, there are a few. Okay. Um, I wish we had the uh, 
Damn, son, where'd you find this right now? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Thank you. Um, I'll get it. I'll, I'm close, but I'll really get it. <laughs> there's a uh, an Unsolved Mysteries episode about this, which is, I think, how most people outside of rural Wisconsin originally found out about it. Lit. Um, and then there's a book called Haunted America. Okay, I've heard by, of that book. There's a whole series of them. Um, that by, series of books by Beth Scott and Michael Norman. Okay, and the I think it's the original Haunted America. Um, there's just a chapter on each state, and it's just one story per state. So it's like the mm. weirdest, hauntedest thing from yep. each state. Yep. Uh, and the Wisconsin chapter is about this. Dope. We Although, need to get that so we can tell the Minnesota one. Oh, I I have the book if you want to. <laughs> I didn't read the Minnesota chapter, <laughs> but we could. Tight. We both can read. Um, they didn't in the in the book attribute it to the bunk beds as much as the house itself. I think the specific. I mean, they mentioned that they had a bunk bed, mm-hmm. and that some of this stuff was concentrated in that room. I think it was primarily the uh, unsolved mysteries episode that like linked it to the bunk bed because this shit started getting worse and more overtly paranormal when that was brought into when, the yeah, home yeah, yeah got it and as uh we revealed at the top of the, uh, the story it became the <laughs> it became the scapegoat uh-huh. at some point uh-huh. got it got it so we've got uh Radio changing stations turning on and off on its own. Yep. We have a three foot tall old ugly woman with glowing hair. Fuck no. And we have doors opening and closing on their own. Fuck no. Chairs moving by themselves. Uh, the garage door opened and closed on its own. Mm. And they could hear disembodied voices calling out from rooms that they were not in. Fuck, fuck, fuck no. <laughs> Gross. Uh, the youngest who now at this point was like two and a half or something, um, was sleeping in said bunk bed. Are, so are, do all the kids sleep in this one room? I don't know. I couldn't find, I couldn't find like a, okay. a layout. I would assume if you're, if you're getting bunk beds, I mean, at least two of the kids are sharing. Right. I would assume. And if you have a two and a half year old, they're not sleeping on the upper bunk, I would imagine. That sounds hella fucking dangerous. Right. I don't, so there was at yeah. least one other person in the room, sure. I would guess. Uh, anyway, she said that she saw a red eyed witch behind her door. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Also, her parents routinely heard her talking to someone at night no uh-uh uh-uh uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and the two and a half year old said that she heard voices talking to her at night cool but didn't realize or report that she talked back to them so it was this like she would tell her parents that she heard people talking but she wouldn't be like we had a conversation right but her parents would hear her talking to someone and only hearing her side of the conversation you <laughs> well done <laughs> thank you thank you uh very, one morning very, I'm very excited about this <laughs> this was a big opportunity for me 
Really making the most of it. It's a big day for me. One, one morning they went down to the basement of this house. They had like a partially finished basement. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, it was like a taller than normal ceiling in a basement. They had like 10 or 12 foot ceilings in the basement. Sure. And they had up at like ground level windows around the, the edge. So they have these windows that are like 10, eight to 10 feet off the ground. Yep. And they came down to the basement one morning and one of the, those windows had been removed and placed on the floor in the basement. The whole windows? Yes. Uh. <laughs> so someone had taken the window out and then set it on the floor eight to ten feet below the window. So, one, how are you removing a whole window from its framing? If you do that from the outside, you're breaking the window. There's yeah, no it way. Was, it was intact. And if you do it from the inside, you need a ladder. Right, and you would need, like, some sort of tools. Right? Not necessarily... Like I'm thinking, you could like pull a window out with your bare hands. Well, I'm thinking like it depends what they mean by window. Were they like storm windows that were like because you can pop uh, out yeah, storm I windows with know. squeezes? Like I don't know. Well, it must have been more like it was open to the outside. All right. Well, then you're taking out like a like a full pane, right? And that, I mean, I don't, okay. You gotta get like trim off somehow, right? Like I, maybe I'm in envisioning this wrong yeah i mean but usually you you literally have to unscrew i did this in my house you have to unscrew one side of the trim to get access to the actual like window rail right so that's like extra goofy if they're talking about full windows and you wouldn't have anything less than that that you could remove and have access to the outdoors probably right unless it was the time of year where like maybe they had them open and they were able to take the storm windows off i don't know I don't know. Anyway, so I came downstairs to find this window removed and on the floor inside, which if someone had been in the basement and left that way, how would you, like you'd have to remove, you'd need a ladder or a chair or something to get to the window, right? Yeah, and then and then how are you getting? You do out? a pull up to climb out, basically. I don't know, but you, yeah, you got to jump and pull yourself up, but then through like a pretty small window. I'm yeah, imagining if it's a basement window, they're usually not that big. Yeah, we're talking about those like whatever sixteen inch high and two like by four, maybe. Yeah, even yeah, less. Even that seems probably big. Yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. And then you're, yeah, it's strange. If you're doing it from the outside. You shouldn't be able to remove a window from the outside. Was this every window in the basement? Just one. And then if you did it, but then didn't come in or out that way, what did you do it for? Right. Did you? And then there wasn't a sign of entry anywhere else in the house. Because I'm thinking maybe like, do you, does one person break in or like sneak in a different way and then let someone else in that way? Right. Or are you like, also, I guess I should maybe finish the story um nothing was missing from the house okay even though there was stuff in the basement like there were power tools and guns and like valuable shit in the basement that if someone had broken in 
you would think they would have taken. This also is one of those things for me where, like, I know this is probably slightly closed-minded, but I feel like, you know, if you told me this happened in Minneapolis or Milwaukee or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, people break in places and they do it in creative ways and, like, who knows, like, maybe they lowered it down or, like, I don't know. But, then, but like, it being in this kind of very remote, small town... It feels slightly less like. Well, and also why? I don't know. Yes. Stranger. And if you're breaking in, but not taking anything, what were you doing? Yeah. Or I mean, what happened? I mean, plenty of kids are like just mischief makers and breaking in for no good reason. I mean, people car shop and like break into garages just to like fuck off. I get what you're yeah. saying. I'm just saying like. It's not, I don't know, it doesn't feel like an impossibility to me. No, it's not, but it's. it also feels weird. It's for sure weird. Um, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but... The woman, the, the three-foot-tall woman in the bedroom is weirder to me. Absolutely. Yeah, is yeah, all, yeah. Of course is all is. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Deborah's mom, so the kid's grandma, stayed at the house with the kids one night, even though she was reluctant <laughs> to do so. And saw a pair of red eyes looking in through an exterior window at her. Dang. Mm-hmm. This shall be a Halloween episode. <laughs> the The youngest kid who uh, <clears throat> would speak to people and hear people speaking to her, her name is Marianne, uh, would often get scared and like run into her parents' room at night and frequently said, quote, it's coming. Or it's here. What are you talking about, freaking woman? <laughs> when her parents would ask her who she was talking about or what was coming, she got upset and would wonder or question why her parents couldn't see, quote, it. Thanks. I hate it. Mm-hmm. It's so much worse when it's a little kid. Yeah, dude. It's so much worse. Also, so much less reliable, but so much worse. But we've also had conversations about how, like, children are very in tune to things and, like, don't have the same, like, reified structures of society and how things work in their minds. Or filter about what things they'll share and not share. Yeah, or, like, that's too weird for me to talk about or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to interpret one way or the other, but there is, like... I think you're maybe referencing the stuff with like past lives and kids seeing like literally seeing things that other people can't see, but also having memories that of like other lives or being in other places that then eventually fade as they get older. Right. Um, So if we're going like fully hippie woo woo on it, there does seem to be maybe some abilities that we have at a young age that get lost later or fade or that we like, learn to block out right also like you know two to three year olds have a very limited vocabulary and understanding of the world so very true there's that that's very true (laughs) but if i had a two or three year old who ran into my room at night and said it's coming and then got upset when i couldn't see it yeah Fuck that. And it's also one of those things also, where, I'd like... Be more terrified about having a three-year-old, but... <laughs> but, like, it's also one of those things, too, where it's, like, 
it's not it'd be one thing if you had a kid who was telling stories but you don't just have a kid who's telling stories you have a house that makes people uneasy and a radio that's acting up and your other kids are seeing stuff your and other you're hearing said, stuff and, and your, your mom, mom is seeing seen stuff. something yeah like there's mm-hmm. the recipe like the child is the ingredient is weird in its own right but dismissible the that ingredient mixed with all the other ingredients in the recipe is when, it, when an 80 year old and a 40 year old and a 60 something year old are all seeing and hearing weird things that's a gross cake my bro <laughs> those ingredients together mm-mm, that's a gross cake it's like on great british bake-off when they do the traditional english bakes and they all just put a bunch of meat in a pie Ooh, mm. you're looking get there i'm getting dicked on this one put a bunch of meat in a pie yeah, dude, the Brits eat gross shit. <laughs> I love y'all, but your food is weird to me. Sick. <laughs> Meat pie is, they're getting dickered it's, on it's that one. It's a thing, dude. Uh, well, maybe it's not a thing. It's a thing on the British TV show that I watch sometimes. Is it like a sweet pie? Or is it like no, a- No, no, no. Oh, it's like a savory pie. Yeah. Oh, well, that's not that weird then. It is, though. Is it? Yeah, it's not what you're thinking. I mean, that just sounds like a, like a fucking- um, like a pot pie? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not that? Mm. Mm. Lit. I should, watch, I should watch that show. So it's it's like about. that, but if it were like 400% bigger than you're thinking. Whoa. And, it, and it was like solid meat inside. Not Shit like went bad real quick. Yeah, you see? I mean? That's it's not absolutely. like a stew with like a nice pastry around it. Like a nice pastry around a slab of like 16 different meats. Nope. And it's just... Thick. Fuck no. Yeah. No, I'm not. All I'm right. I'm not here for that. <laughs> we out of here. Alan, who is the uh, the the dad of the fam, comes home from work one day, and he's walking inside, and he hears a voice from his garage say, "Come here." I won't. So he does. What he, an he, ass he hat. Fe- <laughs> God. <laughs> he, Fuck. He, he feels compelled to follow this voice from the garage. What's that sound? And when he walks over to the garage, so it's it's one of those garage doors that has like the four windows in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he can see fire, like flames inside of his garage. And he sees these red eyes staring at him through one of the windows. God damn. So his garage is on fire and there's some sort of demon inside of it. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a Texas sized fuck no, I'm out. He Bye forever. He runs inside the house to, I guess, either like call nine one one or tell his family or whatever he needs to do. Yep. Stops for a second and thinks, "Wait, that seems weird." A voice told me to go over there. I saw glowing eyes. Maybe I should go take another look. And the garage is normal. Mm. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Um, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not having fun anymore. Yep, yep, yep. The Talmans decide to bring their pastor over to the house to check things out. Could, dear sir, could you exercise our bunk well, beds, please? Yes. No, I ba- basically. I know. I know. And the pastor said he felt the presence of the devil and Great. blessed the house. No, no, I don't and, need a blessing. I need an exorcism. Well. Don't t- say nice things about the house. Get the devil out of it. <laughs> not, I'm assuming the pastor in rural Wisconsin is probably not an exorcist. Got to call, call in the backups. Well, 
you got to get Linda to talk to the the Pope and send somebody over. I mean, that's I'd be I'd be doing that. <laughs> that's what I'd be doing. So anyway, he no, bought, I'd be fucking moving, bro. Well, I'd be the fuck out of that house. They they did eventually. To spoil more of the story, um, we'll get there. The the so they bring in the pastor. He blesses the house, and the family also starts going to church regularly and reciting prayers in the house, and just blasting Christian music throughout the house whenever possible you know like respect the respect the hustle on this one but also like just a chance you're gonna piss the demon off well it seemed to work well all right i think they're going with the angle of like at (laughs) you piss the demon off and like maybe just go next door it's easier right path of least resistance these guys are putting up a fight. They're calling in Jesus backups. There's way too much God in this house. Yeah, the Shortmans next door don't give a shit. They don't I'm, go to church never. I'm hop. I'm hopping over to the Shortmans right, to right. terrorize their asses. You're right. It's it's easier. Y'all got a bunk bed over here. I could <laughs> embody. You got a nice spacious dresser. You got a you got an inanimate object. Perhaps I can a futon. Hop inside of. <laughs> it's like in Harry Potter. Hey, when, short man. When uh, Slughorn is is the lounge chair because he's hiding from the Death Eaters. Preach. Yeah, that's a great one. Thanks. I'm I'm about done with book six. Fantastic right pull. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm currently listening to that book. So your, your catalog of Harry Potter it's, references it's is deep and Dude, wide. And we growing. tried to. So the other night before we record the Patreon, when you were like, "Can we do eight? And I was like, "How about eight thirty? Yeah, it's because we we're trying to hit Harry Potter trivia. That's hot. Harry Potter trivia was sold the fuck out. Word. They were at capacity, and we couldn't get in. Where was it? The uh, the little uh, we find berries around the neighborhood and make wine out of it spot down the street. Yep, 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 yep. 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 That's legit. We we sh- shake your trees. Dot biz. <laughs> Buy it. Redirect it to the show. Uh, but yeah, they we showed up like ten minutes early, and there was a line outside, and, there, and the bouncer, whatever person at the door, was like. I don't think you're getting in. And I was like, all right, have a good night, sir. Thanks. <laughs> that was very efficient. Thank you. Cool. Fuck me. All right. <laughs> uh, also, if people are showing up in droves for Harry Potter trivia. I was about to get whooped anyway. It's fine. Okay. But I'm just saying, do we need to have our own Harry Potter trivia night? Because yeah. it seems like we can make some money. Sure. If you want to be a guy who runs a trivia night. Uh. If it's a Harry Potter trivia night, well, yeah, that's a different thing. Exclusively, we we should start like a paranormal trivia night. Whoa, interesting. What's the most haunted type of bed? Bunk beds. Ten points (laughs) to Gryffindor. What's? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you divide the room up into four houses. houses, Yeah, Mm, I like this. When you get there, nonsensical, dude. When you get there, you got to put on the sorting hat. And you get assigned to a random team. Oh, and, and the they're just sorting four hat. teams. And the sorting- no matter how many people show up, they're just four teams, and you get the, you get sorted yes, into one. Yes, and your sorting hat is just one of those Instagram filters with the rotating like <laughs> options. No, 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 no. No, I mean you got to put a hat on while you do it, but yeah. it also is that. No, you got to put a hat on and put like a you know because you got a lot of extra room in the sorting hat. Sure, you got all those little f- flappy folds, sure, sure. Foldy flaps, sure, Terry folds, and you got to put a speaker in it. And then have somebody backstage and be the, you know, you got to narrate it. <laughs> exactly. It's me. I'm yeah, the guy. Yeah. I'm I narrating mean, it. That's what I meant, but I wanted you to arrive there on your own. Thank you. I've arrived. 
All right. Um, let's see. Oh, the garage thing. Okay, they blessed the house. They started going to church. They started blasting DC talk in the house. And maybe some jars of clay. Maybe some jars of clay. Do if they find out it's true. Switch foot just at all hours. I don't really care <laughs> if they label me Jesus freak. Wow. I didn't think you were, no were going to be with me on that one, truth. much less start singing some DC talk. What Holy people shit, bud. Do. Mm. I'm I fucking, can't tell if this is a high point or a low point for us. I, this is the best episode <laughs> we've ever done. So, All right. So, Fuck with your boy. After the uh, the whole garage on fire demon incident, hell yeah, no, hell no. Well, Alan, that night I was hell yeahing us. I was just late. <laughs> Alan is sleeping in his bed with all of his kids because at this point they're all just uh, terrified. Yeah. yeah, every night, and he sees this like fog mist rise out of the floor in his bedroom. Hell no. Which turns into flames. How? No! Thank you. And then some green eyes appear in the flames. How? No! A okay. voice, hold on. A voice comes from this flaming eyeball soup and just says, You're dead. <laughs> and disappears. <laughs> This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's terrible. Yeah. With the whole family in bed all uh -huh. at once? Yep. You're dead. Now, that statement, it's a little vague. It is. Are is it saying that they're currently dead like you're in hell or you're dead like I'm going to get you? You're yeah. It for your sure could be is imminent or your death has happened. It for sure could be perceived as a threat. <laughs> <laughs> that is this much is true. I would say it's definitely threatening. I wasn't really questioning that part. Well, no, but I'm just saying one of one of the things is not a threat if it's a factual assertion. Oh, right. Like he's just filling you in. Yeah. The hey, glowing floor flame FYI, is just being like, hey, man, you're dead. That's why shit's so weird here. Because you're in you you're done, in hell you're done and you're dead. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, this is the bad place. But obviously, they're not uh, telling the truth. What? Who? Well, then I'm saying the floor what, demons. The floor demons are not telling the truth because these people were not factually dead. No, nor did they die. So I which, think it was it was an empty demon threat. An empty demon threat. Intimidation purely. <laughs> yeah. Same shit. Different fucking toilet. Empty so fucking demon <laughs> threats, bro. <laughs> At this point, I'm gonna get you. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> first, first rational decision ever made in any of these stories. That night, they moved out of the house. Yeah, deuces. Yeah, should have done. Been middle of the night, middle of winter. They got the fuck out of the house. By Felicia. Yes. Um, they probably could have just destroyed the bunk bed. They probably could have just burned the house down. Well, the floor demons were trying. I, I would have helped them. They were more, I'd have been like, they, yeah, you know what? Fuck all this. <laughs> <laughs> You're half right. This should be burned to the fucking ground. Um, rumors started spreading after they moved out that, you know, they moved out because their house was haunted. And then people started, people and media started coming by the house. To check it out. To try and see the haunted house of Larrabee Street. Sure. Um, one guy... <laughs> This uh, this is from, I'm going to read directly from this, um, excuse me, 
this cult of weird article about it briefly because they damn son the phrasing is just perfect one notable visitor was a drunk guy with a bible intent on performing an exorcism (laughs) instead of casting the devil out and saving the town as he bragged to police officers that he would he was arrested for drunk driving (laughs) another day another beer God bless. Wait, they arrested someone for drunk driving in Wisconsin? I, I thought it was encouraged, I honestly. Thought, I thought it was just a fucking... It was mandatory. thought it was a state fucking holiday. Policy? Policy. Best practices. Best practice. Recommended drunk driving mode of transportation. Don't, do don't do it. It's fucked up. Anyway. Uber's real. One guy... Transit is real. Transit your, your, is real. Your feet work. Uh, you drink at your house. It's fun. So anyway, somebody somebody not trained in exorcism tried to exercise the house. Yeah. <laughs> and it did not and work. intoxicated. Uh Hey! Hey! <laughs> you get get away from here. Get! get. <laughs> you got the button, get bro. The, get out of that house, hey. <laughs> you find the get away from here button. Mm-hmm. The real question is what did, what did the demon's hair look like? You should have hit that yeah, one too. Hair. Yeah, well, get away from there here. we go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning it. I'm learning it. <laughs> Those two are next to each other, at least. Uh, so, well, this story, as people like learned that there was maybe a haunted house but didn't have any actual information, they started making a bunch of shit up. Uh, rumors included blood oozing from the ceiling. Oh, no. Which is a thing that happened in an apartment building in Minneapolis recently. Did I you see that? I saw that. Did somebody send us that? I or was it I think I, I think I just encountered it in the wild on Twitter. Was it in? Oh, I think I might have seen it in the Facebook group. No, I, that seems right. You guys join the Facebook group. It gets weirder with more of us all the time. It's a good time. Uh, I posted a pair of alien sneakers in there this afternoon. Did you buy them? They're not available yet, but when they are, I'm going to. Are, are you really? Air Max 95s with a gray alien on the tongue. I'm buying this. Sh- and they're like, Shut they're the pink and teal, door. which is like all I want to wear these days anyway. Shut the front door. I'm buying two per, perhaps. They kind of, that reminds me of the Have a Nike Days. Yeah, I it's, got those. it's their, uh, I forget what it's called. They're making all the shit out of like recycled trash. Sick. I forget what that series is called. But one's about aliens because I don't know why. Uh, blood coming out of the ceiling, a hole to hell in the basement. Big trash. And a snowblower that cleared the driveway by itself. <laughs> because it is Wisconsin after all. Now that's just kind. <laughs> Yo, a neighbor cleared that. Okay, your snowblower didn't just snowblow. The-, the the Shortmans just helped you out. Come on, guys. Let's, let's get it together, okay? Blood oozing from the ceiling. Fires under the bed, I'm fine with. Self-snowblowing demons, absolutely not. They don't care. They're demons from hell. They can just use their heat to fucking melt the, the driveway they're, anyway. They're setting all parts of the house on fire already. Yeah, yeah. they don't need to fucking, fucking rip the ripcord on the snowblower. And... You have a hole to hell in the basement. You don't need a snowblower. No. Anyway. Um, God. They moved out of the house. They came back about two weeks later. To destroy the dang bunk beds. So at this point, they had also identified that it was the incursion of the bunk bed that it's, had made the house. It's, un, it's unclear. They never spoke to the press about any of this stuff, so I'm not mm. entirely sure how all this information is coming about. Got it. They did, like, they cooperated to some extent on the Unsolved Mysteries episode, 
but they okay. they didn't appear in it. They like consulted Statements. on it and like they did reenactments and I think they actually filmed some stuff in their actual home. Uh new home? No, the haunted one. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so they went back there two weeks later and destroyed the bunk beds and had no further weird experiences, but still sold the house at a loss and moved out by the end of 88. So they lived there for like a year, a year and a half, year and a half. Uh, Yeah. February of 87 to April of 88. So 14 months, 14 months. Um, yeah, they sold it for like five grand less than they bought it for the year prior. Well, yeah, because you publicize the fact that it sucks super well, they, bad I mean, to they live in. Publicize it, it but it, it was, became publicized. It yeah. was publicized that it sucks super bad to live in it. Right. Ugh. I want to know, like, because the thing. Okay, so they didn't live in the house all that long, right? Fourteen months, roughly. So, if you had fourteen months of time in this house. And the weird shit started happening. It seems odd. And to they it. moved out by January. So I guess, well, I don't know. They moved out in January. And then sold it. And they came back two weeks later, though, and then sold it in April. So I'm not sure if between whatever point in January when they came back and they sold it in April, if they were living in the house during that time, or if that's just how long it took to sell it. But it so but they it, may have been well, I guess all I'm saying is they may have been in the house for actually less than a year. Right. And 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 best case scenario, it took you less than a year to have enough weird shit pile up that you didn't want to physically be in the building anymore. They left the house in under a year, yeah. Which is like I mean, that's a lot of fucking experiences to have in eleven months to be like, I I physically am like uncomfortable being in this space anymore. If you have two kids under the age of five, also though, I think that yeah. that heavily influences your decision. For sure, particularly if you're feeling like they're being largely affected by it, you want right. to like remedy that experience for them and be like, ah, clean slate. Maybe we go somewhere else. Yeah. Also, unrelated to the haunting or whatever was actually happening once you become that family in a small town like that yeah you, there's no coming back from that you might just gotta move on yeah yeah once then, that hits the the press and the local rumor mill yeah then you're walking around getting groceries and everyone's like oh that's the fucking weird you gotta, family you gotta that go has into to work the next day yeah 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 you're, you're gonna have a hard time in a town of like a couple thousand people which is also always why i lend credence to these and maybe i shouldn't but it's why i lend credence to these stories in these towns where it's like you you'll have like a black spot on you forever in this town by talking about the shit at all yeah to some extent but you know some people are going to look at you sideways sorry i agree with that i just think also Misinformation can spread faster. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but point taken, yes. But I, there, and it, any amount of like, uh, I don't know, anything out of the ordinary is going to make the rounds quickly. Right. And it's probably not going to be positive if it's something like this. Right. Yeah. And particularly in a town that small, it's going to be a focal point. Yeah, that's and, what I mean be pretty ubiquitous in your town Mm -hmm. and then on top of that you're willing to sell your home at a loss to get out of it it's like i just lend so much more credence to these stories where like yeah there's a lot of extremely unbelievable shit and everything that you just said but like man you have family you're a five you got three kids you live in a small town 
and you had no reason to want any of this. You didn't benefit from any of this. Right. I mean, they've never actively like sought publicity about it and have been careful to can to maintain their anonymity as much as possible when there has been stuff written or done about it. Right. It's like they lost money, had a miserable time. It just seems like you have no reason to make this shit up. No, I don't think there is in this case. Now, that doesn't in turn mean that they had haunted bunk beds. No, it does not. But I don't think that they were entirely falsifying something. Yeah. And the the thing with the bunk beds that I was going to, I didn't get to, but was going to get to was like, they lived there for such a short period of time. It seems odd to attribute this like the things to any one piece of furniture and i, and I don't know like if they emanating fucking energy from it or you know what i'm you know what i mean like right and and i don't again it's hard to find a lot of solid info about this one um and there's there's like no commentary from the family so i don't know if it was because well first i don't know how much they did place the blame on that on the bunk beds yeah. or if that became like the a fun trope. summary of the story after it hit network TV. Family brought in a set of bunk beds and started experiencing. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we're talking about as over any other haunted house situation. Because it was boiled down to an inanimate object. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I had curiosities about, and I don't know if you stumbled on any of this, but like, I think often when, when inanimate objects are blamed for these types of things, it is usually due to some piece of history about the inanimate object that, like... When were, when were bunk beds invented? I don't know. <laughs> are, you, are you saying, was this, like, the first bunk bed? <laughs> I'm just saying, usually it's, like, old items, right? You don't see, like, a like a haunted... Game Boy? Know. Yeah. <laughs> right? I got a haunted Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Um, I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure there were bunk, bunk beds, like, as early as there were beds. Like, mm. 1600s? When were bunk beds invented is my Google search. We there read <laughs> our Google searches on this show. Wow. Uh, in the... In the column of Damn Son, where'd you find this? Uh-huh. Bunkbedking.com. Oh, uh, well, let's meet him. Let's have him on the show. There isn't a particular individual who first invented bunk beds, and they are actually believed to go back to medieval times when the poor were trying to save on space. I fucking nailed it. Bunk beds really started to become popular when used in the military. Oh, sure. I'm assuming this means in the United States specifically. Bunk well. bed king. Dis- quality at discount prices with free shipping. Boop. Here. Dog, we can get a bunk bed with stairs <gasps> to the upper bunk, Ugh. rustic style, starting at just $349. That is reasonable. Twin, Two twins? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, I'm assuming. Can you fit in the twin bed? <laughs> Define fit. Fast shipping. I don't even fit in a king bed, bro. My my legs go over the end Close of a king bed. Closeout sale starting at one sixty nine. Dog. We could get a bunk bed for $169? Yes, we can. We literally should have one in the studio. Well. For for that much they money? They make some that are like pre, pre-forded. 
You can't afford not to buy it. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, look at Oh, that one's expensive. That's seven twenty nine. Ooh, luxury bunk beds. Let's go. Yeah, check this out though. You got drawers underneath the lower one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass this over to Do you. Do they have a haunted section? Ooh. Do they I'm, have like a you know how bunk beds used to be haunted? Damn, that shit right? nice as hell. Right. They got stair drawers. They got under drawers. Under drawers. Under bed drawers. Um, I'm gonna let's see. I bet. Mm. Do you think on eBay I can find a haunted bunk bed? Oh dang! I'm gonna talk on the Patreon this week about haunted shit on eBay. Uh huh. Um. No, not not like the corny shit, but like one thing that got famous for being auctioned on eBay. No haunted ones available on eBay. Some great deals though. And some very stylish ones. Great deals on bunk beds? Yeah, a nautical theme bunk bed set that actually has a pull-out, like third bed under under bed thing wow that's so, so much if we, ever, if we ever have a guest on oh, <laughs> we can all record laying down on bunk beds correct and that looks like it might even be a i don't know twin full with trundle we'd still have so much Dog. room for activities 656 dollars we can afford that absolutely model bunk bed with trundle oh that puts it up to 805 we got that though <gasps> oh twin over full so i could have a full yeah, dude, that's mm. that's this one too. Full over full bunk beds. Damn, that's so. You do realize that would take up like sixty percent of the room we're currently in. Absolutely. Okay, but, but the question is, would it be worth it? <laughs> I think the answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> well, that feels like an episode. Perhaps uh-huh. our best. Honestly, uh, took us one hundred and sixty-seven episodes to find our groove, but here we are. It's most certainly my favorite ever. So y'all can deal with that as much as you please. Um. Yeah, buddy. Any, any parting words for the the folks at home? Yes, I have so many parting words. Hit them with it. Okay, if you want to leave us a voicemail, <laughs> you could do that. It's six one two two four six four six one four. We listen to all your voicemails. We don't always play them, but we always listen to them, and we appreciate them very much. If you want to leave us, leave us, send us an email. That's hi at whatifpodcast dot com. Uh, we've gotten some awesome messages from y'all lately. Um and some very fun ones. We try to respond to as many as those as we can. Um, but again, can't get can't get to all of them. We're at What If Pod on all the socials. Join the Facebook group if you want to engage there. Uh, we got our sweetest iTunes review in history, and I'm not gonna lie, I cried at work just a little bit when I read it. And if you guys want to leave an iTunes review, just go do that. It helps us out once we get to 500. Oh my God, we're coming up on 500 iTunes reviews. Uh, we'll do another we'll do another live uh, Facebook live show where we hang out with you guys live. We can chat and ask and answer questions. That'll be fun. Uh, shop.whatifpodcast.com if you want to hit the shop you can buy shout outs on the show you could buy t-shirts you could buy mugs you could buy fucking sick hats you could buy posters you could buy whatever you want because it's your life and you should live it to your fullest we love you guys we appreciate you listening as always we'll see you next week I think this is such a